Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. So let's focus on the Stanley Park bike lane. Last night, the ABC majority on the park board uh, voted to get rid of the bike lane, except where there are safety concerns. That's specifically around Brockton Point and Lumberman's Arch. The the, the decision uh, was called Option C in the vote, but essentially it gets rid of the lane by May. Now, earlier today, Park Board Commissioner Angela Hare spoke to our Jill Bennett about the vote as she was the one who introduced the original motion. Take a listen. Well, as uh, as we campaigned with ABC, we had promised to take out the temporary bike lane from pre-COVID. This is the best solution because it's, uh, first of all, we're taking out the the temporary uh, structure of the bike lane. But we're also um, considering some uh, staff recommendations where there are certain points of the park which we which may be safety hazards or where safety would be of concern for bike users and vehicle operators and including pedestrians, right? So that's why we thought it was the best one. That is uh, Angela Hare. She's a commissioner with Vancouver Park Board, speaking to our Jill Benham. Well, joining me now is Peter Ladner. He's a board member of the David Suzuki Foundation. He's also board chair of BC Cycling Coalition and a former Vancouver City Councillor. Peter, thank you for joining us today. Hi, Jazz. My pleasure. Yeah, good to hear your voice. It's been a while since we've chatted. Uh, first and foremost, uh, what's wrong with this decision in your mind? Oh, it's just such a tremendous disappointment. I mean, we were so close to having a protected bike route right around that park, which would have been such an amenity for Vancouver, where minutes from downtown, tourists could go and get views of English Bay, um, the Working Harbor, the North Shore Mountains, Lionsgate Bridge, and had a very wonderful but very accessible cycling experience, which would only happen for many people if it was fully protected. But it's all been ripped out in Vancouver, not all but a bit of it. And Vancouver now takes a step backwards while all the big, progressive, interesting, wonderful cities in the world, New York, London, Paris, Los Angeles, are all spending millions and millions, sometimes hundreds of millions of dollars, expanding their cycle routes. And we're taking one out in a ruddy park. It's just so unnecessary, disappointing. And there are... There are no big wins on this thing. Peter, what do you say to those who will say, wait a minute here, ABC promised they were going to do this, they ran on it, they got elected, they're now implementing it. Uh, this is what they ran on, and this is what the citizens well, of Vancouver voted on, and, and they are elected and now implementing that very, uh, those very policies that they were talking about. Actually, Jazz, you're a former journalist, you are a journalist. Go check. There is no record of ABC ever promising to do this. On the contrary, when they were asked by Hub Cycling, which is the only record that I've been able to find, mm-hmm. what do you think about the bike lane? Five of the six ABC commissioners who got elected said, we like it, and we'd like to have a permanent one. They like the temporary one, and they like to have a permanent one. And the people who argued against the bike lanes, Trisha Barker, for example, did not get elected. Not one councillor in the city, on the park board, or on the park board, who argued against bike lanes got elected. So this whole thing that they promised us, I don't know where that came from. They're making that up. I will look into that for sure. But now one of the things that they've done is also here is ask the 
uh, park board staff to report back uh, and hopefully have a plan by summer 2024 for a new dedicated bike lane. Uh, are you against a dedicated bike lane if a new one can be constructed, whatever the budget may be, uh, or would you be in favor of that in constructing a new lane in that park? Uh, no, actually. I think there ought, there ought to be a protected bike lane in the park. But if you look at what the staff report said, it's going to be $50 million or something. Years hence, it's got to work its way under some capital budget. I don't think it's it's useful. I don't think it's fiscally prudent. And I, I don't think it's um, practical to expect that that's ever going to get built while these ABC commissioners are in power. The only feasible way to do a bike lane is to do it on the existing pavement and work out the problems as we're pretty well all worked out already about accessing the businesses, providing parking for people in all different places, allowing tour buses to get through, having bypasses for the uh, horse and buggy and all that kind of thing. So we were so close to getting it right and it got ripped out for no apparent reason. Uh, you, you were saying in your uh, initial response that you know other progressive cities are spending millions of dollars. I mean, isn't it's fair to say that Vancouver has spent a lot of money, time, and political capital on building bike lanes, not just in Stanley Park, but uh, more importantly in downtown Vancouver, uh, in and around the seawall as well. Uh, it's not like the city is walking away from bike lanes. It's still, I think, uh, as part of its broader discourse, whether it be a left-wing party or a right-wing party, still would generally, broadly speaking, support bike lanes. You'd think so, but they didn't last night. They, they tore it. They voted to take it out to spend a third of a million dollars taking it out. And I think, to your point, uh, look what happened when we put the bike lane on Beach Avenue. We didn't. I mean, the the Envision Council did. Mm -hmm. It became the most popular bike lane in North America. And it shows what happens when you can provide a clear, protected, wide, proper bike lane that accommodates traffic, it accommodates buses, and get get the bikes off the little windy road or or path along the seawall where they're crashing into people half the time. And and just it, now they don't even want them down. They, they're banned from the seawall because it's so much safer for the pedestrians not to mix it up with bikes. If you take the Stanley Park decision away from us, let's, let's just put that aside for a second. The city, would is it fair to say, has done a decent job, whether it be left-wing or right-wing, whoever's running the, 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 the government municipally. Do, do you think the city has done a good job of building a bicycle lane network in and around the city? Oh, Absolutely. Definitely. And they continue to expand it and improve it and, and make it more accessible. And the numbers of cyclists are going up accordingly because people will cycle if it's protected. They will not cycle, many of them, if it's not protected. And uh, as a regular cyclist, my, I rode, just rode back up and down, in, down to downtown today and back in my suit. And uh, I love the bike lanes, but I'm a sort of a hardcore cyclist compared to the people who would really want to for Stanley Park I don't I can sort of I've done around the park on my with my fancy cycling friends but when I go there with my grandson who's within six years old when I last went up there with him he, I wouldn't think of taking him there if it wasn't protected yeah do you think there is still more room to take out road network or uh, car lanes uh, for uh, bicycles not necessarily in, I'm talking about the park but generally in the city do you still think there's more there's greater opportunity to take away some lanes that have been traditionally there for for uh, for cars and trucks and use them dedicated, use them for bikes. Yeah, I I, I think we've got to make every effort to accommodate all the users, 
and I ride, I drive a car too, and I take buses too, and I recognize you've got to make space for those and, and commercial uh, goods movement. But I think we're entering an era where uh, we can't keep building out our cities around cars, and we are finding that, if, especially with e-bikes, Jazz, yeah. the people who have e-bikes are now, it widens the range of, of cycling to a lot of people who didn't have the fitness for regular bikes and didn't have the tolerance for all the hills and the workout you have to get. And I think we should more them all, and we can do it, hopefully we can do it, but not always, without disrupting um, vehicle traffic as we've known it. But I think the more choices you make, the more likely people are going to have. There's also an affordability thing. How, how much longer can people afford to keep driving and owning cars and pay all those gas prices and stuff? We should be providing options for them. Yeah, I mean, I, I see it when I leave the show every day when I walk to my vehicle, drive back to the suburbs. But you see the amount of people on on different types of motorized uh, 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 you know, machines. It's not just bikes, but it's uh, folks mm-hmm. whizzing by. It could be the guy working for Uber Eats or whatever it may be. But it's busy down here, and I, and I totally understand where you're coming from. So in regards to this plan for 2024 – where they want the, the staff, Parkport staff, to report back uh, by summer 2024 on plans for a new dedicated bike lane. You just don't think that's going to happen just because of the cost? It's a hoax. Not just the cost, but you're going to have to carve through Stanley Park, cut down trees, and park, carve a path through the forest. Is that really, do you think that's going to happen? I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. Peter, thank you so much for your time. Look forward to having you on the show again. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Jazz.